Zinch, the Lord of Change. All of the gods of chaos feed on the emotions and desires of the massive amounts of mortals across the 40k universe. Corn feeds on warfare, rage, and violence. Nurgle feeds on despair and decay, and Slanesh on pleasure and excess. While all of those are very clear and observable concepts, often preventable by many if they focus themselves, Zinch feeds on something far more subtle and insidious. Although Zinch is generally regarded as the lord of magic and sorcery, his nature allows him to corrupt many of the most powerful individuals within the Imperium through a desire for change. Let's take a brief look at Zinch, how he operates, and his realm and armies within the Immaterium. Not as blunt as Korn or as ubiquitous as Nurgle, Zinch is a force of chaos that operates in the shadows and behind the veil, twisting and weaving the webs of fate across the universe. Zinch is the god of ambition, evolution, intrigue, knowledge, sorcery, lies, and above all, change. While Zinch of course preys on highly ambitious mortals that seek power and prestige over their brethren, becoming corrupted by the promise of greatness, Zinch's true maliciousness is far more subtle. The desire for change and a better existence is commonplace across most sapient creatures, and this fact is exacerbated by the hellish lives that many suffer through in the 40k universe. Serving the god-emperor of mankind with all your body and soul is well and good when your life is going decently, but faith and loyalty are a lot trickier when they're tested. The subtle machinations of Zinch begin to work on those that desire a change in their lives, whispering into their ear that life could be better. From the lowliest of hivers to planetary governors to the primarchs themselves, anyone potentially willing to better themselves at the cost of others is a target. In many ways, Zinch is the most dangerous of the four chaos gods, as he is able to perceive the future and can see all possible fates. His overarching plans, however, are impossible to discern, known and understandable only by him. A victory by Zinch's forces against mortals is certainly part of his plan, but a defeat could just as easily be part of the plan as well, as he knew that it would happen beforehand and let it happen regardless. His schemes and conspiracies are impossibly complex, entangling entire fleets and battalions into intricate plans just as easily as he alters the fate of a single individual. The only single concept that carries on through all of this is that of change and evolution. Stagnancy and acceptance is anathema to Zinch, and so therefore Nurgle is his opposite, being a god of accepting one's situation and relishing in it. Legend has it that at one point Zinch's knowledge and power were so formidable that he ruled supreme over the warp his powers dwarfing the other Chaos Gods. This changed, however, when the others temporarily set aside their differences, joining together to battle Zinch. 
Knowing that he would be destroyed otherwise, he cast a great spell upon himself, crystallizing his thoughts and body as he was shattered into ten thousand pieces. These shards were flung across space and time, forever weakening him, while legend states that this marked the beginning of the use of sorcery in real space. The powers of sorcery are the clearest way that Zinch empowers mortals, granting them access to incredible psychic abilities. Sorcerers of Chaos wield death, destruction, and mutation, and while there are some sorcerers in service to Nurgle and Slanesh, as well as those of Chaos Undivided, the most potent sorcerers of Chaos all serve Zinch. Psychers are of course most likely to be drawn in by Zinch then, as their minds are already open to the warp, and the promise of more psychic power can often be incredibly alluring to those that have already tasted it. The most notable example of this is of course the Primarch, Magnus the Red, who too readily delved into the Immaterium, and quickly accepted Zinch's assistance when presented with a problem that he couldn't solve. This desire for power or knowledge is what draws Zinch in, from Magnus the Red wanting to breach the webway to get a message to Terra, to a scholar desperately searching for the answer to a problem that they just can't solve. From the desperate admiral to the starving commoner, who both could be convinced with a little push that perhaps there's an easier way to improve their situation. All of this fits into Zinch's grand plan, whatever that may be, and while some say that Zinch hopes to use all of these schemes and plots to regain his supreme power and position as the dominant force of chaos in the universe, others suggest that he'd rather not be the victor at all. To win the great game would mean an end to all the plots and schemes, a fate that surely Zinch would wish to avoid. So perhaps then, Zinch's master plan is only to forever perpetuate the master plan, a paradoxical existence that only makes sense to a lord of chaos. Physically, Zinch manifests in a variety of forms, almost always surrounded by a veil of visible magic, forms of people and places swirling amidst it. He commonly appears as a thin, lanky sorcerer, either male or female, in robes that continually change color. His head will hang low, his arms will appear long and spindly, and atop his head will be two sweeping horns crackling with arcane fire. Sometimes his skin will be covered in faces and mouths, shifting and sliding across his surface as they whisper dark and terrible secrets. Other times, Zinch will appear only as a cloud of multicolored smoke, or a swirling mass of faces in mist, or a writhing mass of fleshy protoplasm. Others have claimed to see him as mutated animals or perverse hybridized versions, with both birds and fish appearing heavily in Zinch's iconography and in the shapes taken by many of his followers. Some claim that he'll appear as all of these forms at once, an impossibility made possible through the power of chaos, or that no one can truly view Zinch's physical form, and all of these observations are merely the best that a mortal mind can comprehend. 
Zinch's realm within the Immaterium is said to be as fluid and shifting as he himself is, constantly in flux based on Zinch's whims, desires, and moods. Most who visit the domain will quickly succumb to madness, and it takes an exceptionally strong mind and will to interpret even one facet of the realm coherently. The most common description of the realm is that of a massive crystalline labyrinth resting upon an immense iridescent plateau, consisting of ever-shifting crystal avenues glittering in every color. There are no demonic warriors guarding the passageways, however, but rather only those of the strongest of minds can navigate the mystifying labyrinth, its gleaming corridors reflecting not only light, but also dreams, hope, misery, and nightmares. All of this will quickly drive most to despair and madness as they attempt to discern an order to the maze that constantly changes. It doesn't take much for a visitor to become caught in a dead end thanks to a shifting wall, trapped in the labyrinth for all eternity. There is said to be one true path through the labyrinth, with the claim that, if navigated correctly, it will lead to infinite knowledge. This path is connected by nine golden gateways, with nine being a sacred number to Zinch, and it's protected by an entity known as the Guardian of the Maze appearing as little more than a giant, gloating mouth. When someone approaches one of the gateways, the Guardian will ask them a question, one of the 999 riddles of Zarazoth. These riddles are said to be so taxing that only the greatest lateral and logical thinkers can discern their answer, and if answered incorrectly, the Guardian will swallow the intruder whole. Legend has it that only one individual has ever managed to make it through all nine gateways, someone clad in the guise of a young girl along with a small black dog. When Zinch questioned the Guardian about this failure, the Guardian claimed that the girl cheated. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. At the center of the crystalline labyrinth, if such a place could truly have a center, is the impossible fortress a perplexing edifice of imbalanced spires and swirling warp fire. The architecture of the fortress is even more maddening than the labyrinth, and even amongst Zinch's servants, only a select few can successfully navigate its corridors. Deep inside the fortress is said to lie Zinch's hidden library, containing an infinite collection of tomes and scrolls. Across these documents is every scrap of knowledge and thought since creation, of stories both written and unwritten, and accounts of futures both potential and actual. Many of these volumes are so weighty with knowledge that they gain a sentience of a kind, and argue with one another, rewriting and reorganizing themselves unless bound by magic. 
demonic servants work tirelessly here to reshelve the books, catalog the collection, and maintain a distant concept of order. All of these aspects of Zinch's realm could be true, or none of them could be, as the Lord of Change only lets visitors perceive what he wishes them to perceive. Speaking of Zinch's servants, he, like all of the Chaos Gods, commands hordes of demons and mortal servants to assist in carrying out his plots. While Zinch typically furthers his goals with subtle machinations and sorcery, there are of course times where a degree of force is necessary, and that's where the scintillating legions come in. These armies are as fluctuating and fluid as Zinch himself, manifesting with kaleidoscopic bursts of magical energy and swarming over their opponents while raining down great blasts of warp fire. Each scintillating legion is commanded by one of Zinch's greater demons, known as a Lord of Change, and each legion is further divided into nine smaller hosts, each of which are directed in battle by demon princes and heralds of Zinch. The leaders of the hosts all compete with one another in endless schemes within schemes to curry favor with Zinch, who delights in and encourages the practice. The most common and basic entity within the legions is known as a horror, a scampering, frantic mass of pink flesh that swarms over enemies as they unleash raw warp energy directly out of their bodies. Horrors are quite literally magic made into physical form, and while their claws and fangs are quite deadly enough, it's the release of their own energy that is their most damaging aspect. This energy burns, but also changes, causing targets to become statues of screaming glass, or clouds of butterflies, or mounds of tentacled flesh. The horrors carry out this task gleefully, laughing maniacally and cartwheeling across the battlefield, leading any battle featuring Zinch's hordes to be a maddening display of sounds and colors. When a pink horror is killed by being blown up or cut into pieces, it will proceed to reform into two smaller blue demons. These blue horrors lack the jubilance of the original, instead whining morosely about their fate but they will take out their misery on whomever killed them in the first place. If killed again, the blue horrors will split and reform further, into tiny brimstone horrors of pure spite that seek to burn their enemies to ash. Another lesser demon of Zinch is the Screamer, a large flying creature that soars through the skies and emits a piercing shriek which is said to have a profoundly disconcerting psychological effect on those who hear it. Screamers are capable of magical attacks, such as emitting arcs of warp lightning, but their real threat is in their speed and their jaws. Few things can outrun a pack of screamers, including starships, and their jaws are so powerful that they're capable of biting directly through a void ship's hull. While a Geller field will often protect a ship from demonic entities, Screamers will continue to follow a ship through the warp, systematically testing the field for weaknesses. If they manage to find one, they can quickly breach the ship, allowing raw chaos energy to flood the interior as they set about devouring the inhabitants. 
Flamers are another deadly lesser demon in Zinch's control, a disturbing creature consisting of a lanky body with a number of fanged mouths on its top, bottom, and at the ends of its two long arms. They move by hopping around, which may seem humorous until their mouths begin to belch out great gouts of magical warp fire. This fire is highly unpredictable, mutating victims caught in it in the blink of an eye, and is capable of an endless amount of effects. The fires might turn flesh into ice, or metal into wood, or it might burn away only flesh and leave the armor behind, or it might just do the opposite. It might sear a target's soul rather than their body, or it might even regenerate a victim's wounds rather than hurting them. Much like the Pink Horrors, Flamers are truly a chaotic presence on a battlefield, while also being quite deadly most of the time. The greatest of the Pink Horrors, if one manages to win the favor of Zinch, will be elevated to the position of Herald, and will be given command of one of the hosts. Rather than mindlessly frolicking across the battlefield, heralds are intelligent and devious, empowered in their magical abilities, and capable of mutating nearby demons into stronger forms. Some of the heralds wield incredibly potent mutating magics and lead packs of horrors directly. Others swoop and dive across the battlefield in a burning chariot of zinch, and others fly on discs of zinch at great speed unleashing psychic powers from a distance while handily avoiding any counterattacks. As for the greater demons of Zinch, the most elevated of the demonic entities are the Lords of Change, being incredibly intelligent and wielding potent sorcery. These typically take the form of a large bird-like creature with lengthy necks and multicolored wings. The Lords of Change take after their master in many ways principally their talent and predilection for schemes, plots, and deceit. Each of them weaves countless intricate plans and schemes, always staying one step ahead of their opponents. It's very rare for anyone to ever outthink or surprise a Lord of Change, and most of the time victims of a Lord of Change's plots will be completely unaware that they're even in one until it's too late. Unlike Zinch, however, they do not possess a complete picture of the universe, and they can be bested. If this happens, though, the Lords of Change are still amongst the greatest sorcerers in the entire galaxy, wielding warp energy on a scale that few could compete with. The greatest of the Lords of Change is known as Kairos Fateweaver, said to be the Oracle of Zinch, and granted Zinch's access to all knowledge of past and future. Kairos cannot see what will occur in the present, however, but he's still an incredibly fearsome and intelligent foe. The other most notable servants of Zinch are the Demon Princes, a mortal that has been elevated to the highest ranks of his legions. Like all Demon Princes, little remains of their former mortal self once they've been fully transformed, but they gain power that few could ever dream of. At the top of this list, being perhaps the second most powerful psyker alive aside from the God Emperor, is the demon Primarch Magnus the Red. Magnus's mere presence warps the fabric of reality and sears the minds of any who observe him. Through his single eye, he sees through both the Immaterium and real space, 
and is capable of launching raw psychic energy potent enough to tear entire titans from reality. As mentioned, Zinch is a rather paradoxical entity, as a god that knows everything that will happen and yet still manages to suffer defeats on occasion. Of course, mortal minds aren't meant to understand such an entity, and if indeed Zinch's only goal is to perpetuate his goals, then everything that occurs is simply all a part of the plan. Zinch is an interesting aspect of the 40k universe as he feeds on ambition and the will of mortals that wish to change their situation. While we typically associate these things with corruption, such as a greedy planetary governor that wants more and more for himself at the cost of others, Zinch truly thrives in much more unfortunate situations, where people only wish to accomplish the greater good. Making a small deal with dark forces is a pretty bad thing, but if it could lead to saving some lives or helping some people in need, surely that can't be too bad. This is made even worse by how subtle and insidious Zinch and his servants can be, not appearing as shady looking demons, but rather as ordinary individuals that might just be able to pass on a little help, if the person is interested. As they say, the road to hell is paved with good intentions, and while very few people in the 40k universe are willing to openly accept demonic help, the idea of wanting to change their lives for the better in some way is likely very common indeed. 